Jump scare warning. Living in a lonely world. Today. Anyways, that's what you missed on Glee. <laughs> Today, me and Lexi went for a walk, and we literally performed in the middle the whole of the street. Thing. Yep. Like, if any neighbors were watching, you're welcome because we put on a whole show. Yeah. I remember the dance moves, all of it. Yeah. See, I don't Glee. remember it that well, but I just followed Lexi's lead. Yeah. I I'm also the Rachel Berry. <laughs> <laughs> I also tried to um, be a dancer today in the kitchen. Oh and my gosh, I wish I could have been recording because Molly, it was like, it, this is how I will describe it. It's like when a little girl starts taking dance and then just randomly starts dancing. <laughs> Molly's just like walking in the kitchen and then randomly just does a couple turns and she goes, oh, it's like I'm a dancer. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> so when I started like doing all these dance moves and Lexi was like, no, you're doing that so wrong. It was so funny. I wish I could have recorded it because it was just like, you were so dead serious. Yeah, I was. Like, I'm a dancer. You're like, did you see my pointed toe? I was like, yeah, I, I saw a toe. <laughs> I don't know what it was doing. Guys, I really just wanted to be a dancer. It's okay. Put a lacrosse stick in my hand and I wouldn't know what to do with it either. Yeah, that's okay. A lacrosse girly. Mm-hmm. Do we have any life updates? Oh, you guys, I ran a half marathon. And I was talking to my friend, and I was like, the thing about me is that I loved, like, everyone was just like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you did that. Like, I could never do that, which truly, if I you can do it. You say that. Exactly. If I can do it, anyone can do it. And so just take that. But just everyone being like, you are amazing makes me want to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's literally why I hate hiking, because everyone's like, oh, well, I could do that hike. Well, I can hike. But when you say like, oh, I ran a half marathon, it's like, everyone's, everyone's like, like, oh no my gosh, way. 13 miles. I'm like, yeah, 13.1. <laughs> You're about to put that on the back of your car, like no, a literally. sticker. 13.1. No, I would never. You would. No. If I, if anyone sees that, literally crash, crash into my car. No, but I seriously am very proud of myself for doing that. Lexi. Because that is something I set out to do and didn't give up on. Like it felt really good to cross the finish line and be done with it and be like, oh my gosh, I didn't give up on myself. Like that was something that was so hard and I wanted to give up so many times, but I didn't. And I was not a runner when I started. Like my friends from high school can vouch for me. When it was mile day, I was in the nurse's office. Like I'm sick, like pacer test day, anxiety all day. Like I was not running for sports. I was not running for conditioning. Like I have always hated running and then just one day in november when i saw my mom run her half i was like okay maybe i could do that and then i just randomly signed up for it and i was like okay i guess we're doing that okay but actually lexi tried signing up for a full marathon before she signed up for a half yeah because i was like yolo marathon but when i was running my half around mile like seven eight i was like you know what i do think i could do a marathon because molly's ran a couple half marathons and she told me do not sign up for a marathon until you do a half because but when, when you, you finish your half you thought that you could keep going? You thought you could keep running? No, because I didn't pace myself well at the end. Had I paced myself better, 100%. Really? I could have kept going, yeah. Because I just... You are nuts. No, so like, catch me running a marathon probably next year. Literally go off. We'll see. But I do. I would just want to be... Like, now that's something that I... A year ago, I would have laughed in your face if you said that I genuinely want to turn a marathon. But I think I could do it. I know Lexi, I could do it. Lexi, you hated every ounce of running, like training. I know. But now that I've done it, like, I feel like I could be like, oh, I'm going to go run five miles. And I'll be like, okay, what's five miles? I run 13. Like, big whoop. Yeah. I'm actually so proud of you. Thank you. 
I want you to get back on your running grind so that we can run together. Like ideally next year I run, I want to run a half marathon in the spring, summer and then run a full marathon in the fall. Okay. That will be my, like, that's my long, like way out there goal. We'll see what happens, but I just feel like that would be cool to be like, yeah, I ran a marathon. Yeah. 26 miles. I'm Wow. I really want to do the snow Canyon one before I move. I've always said that I wanted to do a half Oh, wait, I did a half in St. George. Yeah, you did the Zion half. Yeah. But I wanted to do Snow Canyon. One. My mom my mom did that one, right? Yeah. She really liked that. She wants to do it again. Yeah. When was it? November. Oh, so that it's like, mm, maybe I could do that. <laughs> yeah. You could. Okay. I just want to run with you. Like, I think that'd be fun. I've never ran with you before. Yeah. And you're like part of the reason that I run now. Yeah, look at me go. I'm such a trendsetter. Such a trendsetter. And then you dropped off. It's fine. But anyways, yeah, I ran a half marathon. It's a thing, like, I'm just going to keep saying, too. Like, because you're I You're just going to, like, brag about it now. Yeah, until I run the marathon. Just everyone do something. It's kind of fun to do things that you said you would never do. Like, reading last year. I started reading. I used to hate reading. And so that's another thing that was like, oh, yeah. Same. Now I read. And my friends were like, what? you reading voluntarily and yeah. i'm like yeah i just read a book no that's literally how i feel like on I'm, my own i'm flying through this book right now that i'm reading and i'm what like book are you reading ugly love okay yeah and i was asking for the listeners oh sorry i'm reading ugly love <laughs> and i am flying through it and i'm like colleen hoover books are such good like quick like, reads i'll probably finish it like tomorrow yeah and i've never finished a book in a week really yes oh i finished a book in a day i know but heart bones i finished in literally a day okay that's another okay but this is the thing i was on lucy's score for so long and true and her books are long like i just read 1200 pages of lucy's score (laughs) yeah but honestly they're 1200 amazing pages she does not miss a beat i will say probably don't if you're just getting into reading probably don't start with lucy's score because it's very daunting when i read her first or not her first book, but things we never got over. I was reading it on my phone and I had no idea how long it was. I was just like, I didn't know. I was oh, reading, see, I think, on the Kindle app and on see, my phone. I, I read it on my Kindle app. And you read it on your Kindle. I read it on my Kindle, but I can still see how long it is. No, I. it was like the second book I read. And so I didn't even know where that option was to like look at how oh. many pages it was. So when I was like, I've been reading this book like for really so for long. a really long time. I was like, oh. Yeah, see, I have the percentage turned on, and and like the percentage, I swear, did not move until I got to like eighty percent. Yeah, like it was so slow. Yeah, because the ending is so good in both of them. But love a Lucy score book. Now I started Ugly Love, and it's so good. Wow, I'm so tired. Yawning on them. Uh, Lexi got me sick, so I'm literally like ill. I'm like having the chills. I'm trying to tell her you have the chills yes oh no that's why i have a jacket on i'm trying to tell her to drink this ginger well it's hot right now oh lemon tea because i feel like anytime i get sick i had a sore throat a few days ago keep some ginger in my system and it is gone in <laughs> oh asmr <clears throat> that's pretty good thank you thanks for making that anytime. thanks for making me sick anytime Ugh, I hate being sick. I'm literally always sick. I swear, like Nothing two makes episodes you appreciate ago. Your health more than yeah. being sick. I'm like, Lord, please. No, this week, this week has actually been hell for me. I, I will not lie. Mm, good. Yeah. Literally, all of the above could have gone wrong. Oh, do you want to tell them <sighs> about your IUD? 
Yeah. Well, what else would I... <laughs> that was actually, like, the worst thing that had happened to me. You're like, mm. Molly got her IUD out. Guys, it was <laughs> literally horrible. Still recovering. Um, actually thought I was dying. Um, I've been told to go to the ER, like, four times. And Molly's just sitting on her hands, like, nope. <laughs> yeah. And so... I still haven't gone to the ER, but I do have a doctor's appointment on Friday. Can't wait to know what's wrong. I know, same. Um, but I got my IUD out. There's like lots of stuff. Okay, next podcast, I'll I'll probably or in a couple. Well, I'll probably have more answers. Next podcast. Yeah. Oh, true. And so I just have no idea what's going on. But basically, I was convinced that I was pregnant. Yeah, Molly texts me, which if you've listened to every episode, there have been a couple times where Molly's like, I need to tell you something. And for some reason, my knee-jerk reaction is to be like, you're pregnant. Yeah. As if she's going to tell me like, well, I guess you could tell me on the podcast, but a couple times she's been like, I need to tell you something. And it's always me thinking she's pregnant. She texts me and she goes, Lexi, I think I'm pregnant. And I'm like, holy shit. Like she literally calls me and I'm out I was like, you cannot just tell me that and then think I'm going to go about my day. Yeah. I'm going to be an auntie. <laughs> so anyways, and I'm supposed to just keep that to myself. Guys, there was like, it was so crazy. Okay, let me just tell you the fast story. Yeah. So what was it? Probably like five weeks ago, I was starting to get like super nauseous, like how people describe morning sickness that is how I was feeling I never once like threw up but I was waking up like so nauseous and I'm a dental assistant so like any smell would like set me off like and so I like was like okay this is weird and so I made a doctor's appointment and yeah I'm in the doctor's office like a lot (laughs) I love my doctor though and my insurance is great so um and So anyways, I like made a doctor's appointment because I'm on so many meds. So I'm like, okay, could it be like a side effect? effect, Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm on high blood pressure medicine. So I'm like, is my blood pressure now getting too low? Like I had no idea. So I took like my blood pressure and they're like, oh no, it's fine. Like that's actually like a good like blood pressure. Yeah. So I was like, okay. So they're like, just keep track of your blood pressure and like, let's see. And I suck at taking my blood pressure. I've never once seen you take your blood pressure actually. Would you ever, like, be able to see me take it? Well, don't... You have to put a cuff on? Yeah, it's, like, just a machine. Oh, you don't have to do the, like, the... No, it just, like, I just push a button. Gotcha. I just am supposed to do it at night. But the thing is, is you have to be, like, sitting for, like, 10 minutes straight, like, before you take it. And the thing is, is is I run upstairs and I get immediately into bed. I'm like, (laughs) I'm not going to be taking my blood pressure. No. Anyways. So, they send me home. They're like keep checking it so i'm like okay well so then me and kj go up north and every person i came into contact to came in contact with yeah i like we talked about pregnancy yeah and like i was not even thinking about it at that point but i went camping with my family and we were talking about pregnancy like the whole entire time like with my older sisters and then i picked lexi up from the airport and she was on the phone with her friend talking about like a pregnancy scare and then I saw like one of my best friends we went out to lunch she was telling me about how she had like a few pregnancy scares and I was like what I was like I have an IUD and I've never once had a pregnancy scare 
Well, so then I had like, like started noticing that I was craving like super salty foods and I am not like, I do not really like salt. Um, I would never like put extra salt on anything. And I woke up one night and I literally like told KJ, I was like, I need salt and vinegar chips. Like I literally need you to get them at like one o'clock in the morning and whatever. I didn't end up getting them. And then me and Lexi went to Caxi's prom and we were driving. Caxi prom was amazing. Yeah, it was so fun. We were driving home and I like they were doing McDonald's after and Lexi doesn't eat McDonald's so I'm like okay so I'm like is anyone going to McDonald's and Lexi's like no I won't need it so I'm like okay whatever you should have told me to stop no it's fine I actually have like not like FOMO I just like hate like I don't know what it is called but like I hate eating by myself oh okay yeah. yeah um I've just like always been like that but anyways so then we like don't and then I like go home and I'm like craving like salt like I literally just wanted to dump salt in my mouth it was so weird and so then we drive home on Sunday and I just had like a feeling I was like can I be pregnant like this is so weird and so then Sunday night yeah like literally the middle of the night I wake up randomly and I immediately get this thought like I'm pregnant like it was so weird I was like no Molly literally go back to bed you're like literally so dumb so I'm like okay and so I go back to bed and then I wake up on Monday and I go to work and I'm like literally telling my work friends I'm like guys I'm pregnant I love that like you just so casually you're like yep I'm pregnant Doesn't yeah take it to us. and so then whatever um then so I work at two different jobs so that job was like my first job and then on Tuesday I went to my other job And I was having really bad gum pain, like teeth pain. And so I like took an x-ray and I told my dentist, I was like, can you look at this? I can make sure that I don't have anything wrong. And he's like, what like symptoms or like, what are you feeling? And I told him that I was feeling like, it's like my gums were hurting. Like it was super weird, whatever. And he's like, I don't mean to like get personal, but is there any way that you could like be pregnant? And I was like, what? And he was like, well, like having gum pain or teeth pain can be like first signs of pregnancy. And I was like, I've never heard that. I had no idea. And see, I have heard that. But like, I was just trying to talk myself out of like, I wasn't pregnant. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, no, like my like IUD like literally pushes those swimmers away. Like there's no way they're coming up inside me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, what? And so I like start freaking out at work. Anyways. That's when I called Lexi. I started freaking out. I left work early, went home and took a pregnancy test. It was negative, um, but me and KJ already had planned that, like, that next day I was going to take my IUD out. So I got it taken out, and it was the worst pain ever. Not as bad as getting it in, but it was still pretty bad. And my doctor scared me, kind of. Like, <laughs> when she took it out, I kind of screamed. And she was like, are you okay? Like, I've never ever, like, I've never had someone, like, react like that. And I was like, cool. Like, awesome. So I look at KJ, like, freaking out. Anyways, I get home and currently have been bleeding out of my mind. Sorry, that's, like, so TMI. But it's just the joys of being a woman. Yeah. TMI about that. Um, so I have been a little freaked out lately 
I've been feeling like super lightheaded. So um, I've just like told Lexi, like if I faint, <laughs> like then she needs to take me to the ER just because like <laughs> it's the way you call the doctor and you're like hey i'm feeling this way like what should i do they're like oh no like go to the hospital immediately and you're like okay no thank you <laughs> <laughs> i'll wait because guys it's something about like a woman doctor like oh i just have like i I literally have fear of the doctor especially that's like, that's like looking inside of me like that like i've never been to the uh, ob but have you been to nothing more violating have you been to get like a mammogram or something before no that sucks <sighs> do you remember when i had to get like yes. the thing moved? that hurts so bad oh my gosh so i'll let you know what's worse whenever i go to an ob i guess but yeah and so i don't know i just have like being a woman is a trap yeah no literally i just am like okay this literally sucks and so if you've experienced like if you're listening and have experienced that DM us so that I don't feel scared or alone. I mean, I guess it'll be a week from now, but still. No, this goes out tomorrow. No, this goes out in a week. No. I uploaded a podcast last week, I thought. Really? I thought, like, we were saying, like, oh, we have to record tonight because we have no other choice. Oh, I'm just sitting down leisurely for a chat with my girly. Wait. When did I? I'll well, I'll look at that. Maybe it does go up literally tomorrow. No, Alexis. Cause oh yeah, I think you're right. No, it does go up tomorrow. Oh. Me, I'm just like yeah, no, we're chilling. Like I'm just like... recording for kicks. <laughs> <laughs> Not a care in the world. Good thing I told you. Good thing you told me, cause otherwise I had zero pressure to like edit this tonight. Yeah, you actually won't edit it. That's like, the thing. Like that's funny that you're even saying no, that because like, you won't. Yeah, I won't edit it. Yeah, she'll actually just like be like. Oh, like now i have to i just love being so raw real with you guys okay anyways so i'm scared i'm losing too much blood and every time i've called the doctors they are so like um uh yeah no that's not normal i'm upset that the doctor doesn't give you any type of exam like vaginal exam after or before they take your iud out this is the thing that's so why didn't they pregnancy test me because then i'm like researching online and it's like you can only get like a very accurate positive or pregnancy test in the morning on your first pee and no i didn't i didn't take my pregnancy test on the first pee so i'm just sticking with my gut and saying that i wasn't pregnant (laughs) because then i'll be sad but either way yeah it's fine god's plan yeah, it's like literally over now. Actually, it's not. I'm still going through it. Yeah, you miserably. need to go to the doctor in a couple of days. Yeah, but. but I will update you guys next podcast. She'll update you on the Instagram so that you all know that she's still alive and kicking it. I know. Every night I like text KJ and I'm like, I, I honestly like could be dead. Like <laughs> I could just not wake up because I just am gotcha. like bleeding out. No, you'll be okay. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. God gives his toughest trials to his strongest soldiers. Yeah, well, I'm actually ready for this one to be done. Mood. Okay, any other life updates? No. This is really good. Really? I was scared I was going to... I'm drinking the tea. No, water. I don't really know, like, what qualifies something as tea, because I feel like some people are like, ginger lemon tea, but, like, it's literally just water ginger lemon honey the ginger like scared me 
that I didn't I didn't boil it in ginger. Oh. Because I don't think you would have liked it. Because so, that would have made it stronger. So what is it doing in there? It's still soaking, marinating. Okay. You know, I actually hated all those words. Yeah. Well, I've never had hot lemon. It's delicious. Water, yeah. I love a good hot lemon water. It's better cumery. That's how I was feeling about when I... Lexi has doTERRA um, cough drops. Uh-huh. Those are horrible. Oh, I love them. <gasps> I actually like them, but... Gasp. <laughs> yeah. Lexi, I was Gasp. having to, like, drink water and, like, try to, like, disintegrate oh, really? it no, faster. I actually love them. No, those are bad. I will not be taking On those. Guard. And I was, like, thinking, I'm like, if this doesn't heal me... I feel like it just, like, soothes your throat. No, it was actually, like, making me actually want to throw up. Oh, okay, yeah. No worries. That's mm-hmm. my bad. Okay. I don't have any other life updates to share. Maybe next time. <laughs> I feel like they can hear me swallow. Yeah, so this podcast is a mix of a little bit of ASMR, a little bit of, little bit of chat chat. No, no, no. Oh, I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. You think they could hear me swallow? I don't know, but I, I'm so sorry if they can. <laughs> really? You don't like ASMR? No. Foul. Oh my gosh, Molly brought something up. What? I heard a noise that scared me. It was my foot. Oh. Molly brought up something earlier that I said save that for the podcast because she was getting mad at me because she was like, what are your thoughts on the bleached? She was like, I think the bleached eyebrow trend needs to die. And I was like, well, here's the thing. I tattooed my eyebrows to my face I back mean, in so 2018 with the rest of Utah. <laughs> and so like the bleach eyebrow trend isn't even an option for me. Number one, it would look bad. Number two, I Could can't bleach my eyebrows. If people with microbladed eyebrows bleach their eyebrows. I would scream. Yeah, no, bad, 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 bad. Grateful for my tattooed eyebrows. <gasps> I just don't like it. I like it on some people. No. Like, if it's your vibe, it's good. It gives off, it's not the same vibe, but like the same kind of idea as like the micro bangs. You would never catch me cutting micro bangs. Not oh, for my face, those. but for some people, I'm like, okay, like that's your vibe. Emma Chamberlain. I feel like she's had both of those. Well, I have a girl crush on her, so. Same, and Renee Rapp. Renee, if you're listening to this. <laughs> no, literally, Ken Urich. How do you say her last name? I have no idea. You're, you're, That's how I would say it, okay. Urich, on TikTok, on Tickety Talk. That's how I feel about them, too. Like, I literally love her. But you hate her eyebrows. She had them for a second. She's back normal. But do you know her dog, Ma? Because I love her dog. Oh, yeah, I don't follow her. Okay, get on the train of Ken. Come on. Ken Urich. Okay. So, should we get into it? Yeah. 20 minutes later. I'm scared for today's episode. But we asked you guys what you wanted us to talk about. Lexi's scaring me because she's scared. I wasn't scared. Okay. We asked you guys what you wanted us to talk about. And a handful of you said Utah culture... Mormon. LDS church culture, like growing up in church, whatever, which we both grew up in religious households. And so we were like, okay, like that's something we thought about talking before, talking about before. And so we're going to talk about it today. And so like, just right off the bat, take this with a grain of salt. Like if this isn't for you, if you don't agree with anything that we say, that's totally fine. Like maybe just don't listen, (laughs) maybe don't listen, but also like, we're just here to open up the conversation and talk about our feelings, talk about our experiences. Like everything that we're talking about obviously is personal to us. Religion and spirituality is so personal. It's not something that is anyone's place to judge on. So just 
be kind my thing is is like the only way that we can grow and learn as people and like become a stronger nation is by people talking and not getting offended like yeah I literally that's the only thing that like bothers me is that I want to know more like I want to know more about what people believe and what they don't believe and what they like agree with and disagree like I am all ears to hearing like what they talk about I'm not I don't want to fight with them I literally could care less it's about, always like, the fight yeah like I don't like I don't need to change your mind I don't need you yes. to prove anything to me I'm just like I want to hear it yeah kind of thing yeah because then when I hear it I can understand it more and be like oh my gosh yeah I get that but also I want the same like reciprocated for me yeah like Which I want hard. you to be yes like I feel like you don't come by that a lot yeah but we're gonna try so hopefully that this like podcast this episode whatever you can like just learn something new and or take something away and be like oh okay i've never thought about it like that before yeah okay well how where do we want to start do we want to start from both of our just upbringings sure because they're very different i grew up in louisiana i was born and raised there lived there till i was 14 almost 15 my family we've were members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints for my whole life. Um, and I I loved it. I obviously grew up in a place where it's not the most common thing to be. Uh, most of my friends were Catholic or Baptist. But kind of in the South, nobody, I, w- I won't say nobody cares, but at least in my experience, everyone was like, if you believe in Jesus, cool. Like, it's just like, it's the Bible Belt. I feel like most people are just like, they don't care how you worship. It's just... Like, you all agree that Jesus is king kind of thing. Like, oh, the, like, southern way of them, like, loving God and Jesus. Like, I love Baptist music. I know. I do love, like, non-denominational Christian music. Like, literally put me in a rock church. A rock church. Goodbye with the drums. (laughs) Yeah. My aunt used to go to one. Yeah. Um, Is that all? I mean, that's just very briefly. And then you grew up yeah opposite as yeah i grew up utah <laughs> yeah i grew up in utah um the same my pretty much my whole family is lds my dad and mom's side both were raised lds um i think yeah it's pretty much like the same other than I grew up in Utah. Yeah. And you grew up in Louisiana. Yeah. Um, and I realized because I moved to Utah when I was entering high school. And I feel like it was weird because in Louisiana when I was at school or whatever, like there were certain things like with our church, like, okay, you don't, my parents never let us go out on Sundays. Like we always stayed home with just our family on Sundays after church. And we like I didn't watch R-rated movies or something like that so if my friends were watching an R-rated movie they'd be like oh no not like Lexi's here let's watch something different in a nice way whereas I feel like when I moved to Utah it was weird because I would be like in a group of people who shared the same religion as me but they would be watching the movie that I didn't think we were allowed to watch and I'd be like wait like mm-hmm. we're s- I didn't know I thought we weren't supposed to watch that Oh, it's the way just, I it's such I a was confusing. so cool when I was 13 <laughs> watching like a rated or movie. And in retrospect, like there's worse things you can be doing, but yeah. it was just like, there's so many rules I feel like in the church 
that you grow up with that are there to help you kind of stay within these guidelines of just like being a good person and protecting yourself and protecting your spirit that when you get older and you're like, okay, wait, is it really that deep if I'm drinking coffee or tea? Like, I don't know. There's just a lot of things. Like I literally went and saw a rated R movie with my parents the other day. Really? Yes. In the movie theaters. And I was like, this is so weird. I'm like, is this allowed? No, literally. I was like, uh, am I going to get in trouble? Yeah, literally. I was like, am I going to be grounded? The way I feel like my dad would still like get me in trouble for watching an R-rated movie. With him. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, you failed the test. Yeah. No, literally. Um, no, I feel like that, except I grew up a little different. Um, I didn't really like gravitate to friends that were LDS. Um, except I was terrified of my parents growing up. Um, so I didn't really ever do anything that my friends did other than like really watch a radar movie. Um, but let's see, seventh grade, I didn't really like do much, but eighth and ninth and 10th grade were probably like my most, most like rebellious years. I was at parties a lot drinking smoking I was not oh I was like I was not drinking and smoking. really no but um I remember ninth grade lagoon day I was in the back of the bus with all my friends and <laughs> one of the boys older brothers made them all pot brownies and so they all like took them before we went to lagoon on the bus and they had a great time <coughs> the pot brownies yes but like i didn't take it because i was like terrified that my mom was gonna find out eventually like she just moms do find out yes everything. so i'm like she would just she would know she Even as an adult i'm like my mom finds out everything yeah she would have found out and so looking back at it i'm really glad that i never did because seeing where those people are today I'm glad I'm like not different. Yeah. Like not to say taking the pot brownie on the back of the bus in ninth grade is going to make sure you're a druggie for the rest of your life. But, and like those friends aren't like, I wouldn't say that they are, but like I always tell KJ that I don't think that if I would have stayed friends with them, like they're all still all best friends. Like they haven't like really ever like separated. Um, I wouldn't have met KJ. Yeah. Like, so it's just like everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't ever like really but I don't know like if my parents weren't like strict maybe I just saw it because I have two older sisters I'm glad my parents were strict in retrospect my two older sisters like definitely showed me what not to do (laughs) and they made all the mistakes for me and so I feel like that's like what made me super scared for my parents um because my sisters literally got the bad end of the stick (laughs) like with the things that they did like I never snuck out but my sisters always snuck out I never snuck out I mean I started doing KJ when I was 15 so it was like who am I gonna sneak out with true and And KJ KJ didn't have a curfew that is so annoying. This is another way that we have completely different experiences. I'm the oldest. Molly's the baby. I had a curfew. I had so many rules. I could not be, I like dating was so hard for me. My dad was so annoying when it came to dating. KJ comes along. Molly's like hanging out in his room. They're all the time. I'm like, 
I walked so you could run. <laughs> yeah, see, and this is the thing. Like, my sisters, like, ran so I could hide. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I literally was, like, hidden. And now I'm like, okay, this isn't fun anymore. I want to experience life. Now that you're married and 21. <laughs> literally. But, no, church definitely, like, the church, one thing I noticed, too, when I when we moved to Utah was that the church is different in Utah than it is everywhere else just because of the culture. Like, because so many people in Utah are members of the same church, it ends up getting, like, really muddy, I feel like, where it's sometimes hard to separate the gospel of the church versus the culture of the church and, and the people and the people the like the people just because you have a bad experience with people in the church building doesn't mean that that church is bad like that is your experience with one person but i've been there like where someone rubbed me the wrong way or someone said something that i was like you know what i'm done like yeah. I, I'm, I'm gonna take a break and personally i think there's nothing wrong with a break <laughs> yeah me and lexi i'm grateful for my breaks we were talking about it the other day and me and Lexi actually had like at the same point in our life. Was it like 2021? I, I was after COVID kind of around. Yeah. So that. maybe like the end of 2020, 2021-ish. Yeah. But I remember we were like talking in the car like, oh, Lexi, like what are we doing? We were both completely deconstructing like I feel like everything that I had been taught growing up. I was like, okay, what do I believe? Yeah. And like both of us were just like do we keep doing this do we not yeah and at the end of it it was like well this is a journey that doesn't end exactly like there's no finish line I think at the time I felt a lot of pressure to have a definite answer yes yes or no but I was like that's dumb because that's not life yeah I'm gonna constantly be learning constantly be having different and new experiences there's nothing wrong life changes so fast yeah yeah, so I'm glad that in that moment that we both realized, like... I'm glad we randomly had each other. I know. And, it, like, for me, I'm glad that I was able... I was able to go to both of my parents with different questions, too, like... Yeah. That I had with church and be like, okay, like, how do you feel about this? What's the experience that you've had with this? How do I make sense of this? And they were never like, don't ask questions, just have faith. Because that answer personally does not work for me it will never and work see for me. I feel like that's how my parents are and that's yeah. like what was so hard like growing up is like for me I'm very logical and I need them to make like I need something to make sense like I'm yeah. like no you have to tell me why this is happening mm-hmm. and a lot of the answers that I do feel like I would get was well Molly like you just yeah like you just need to have faith you need to pray to God and like ask him why you're going through this and it's like but pause like I don't even know if God is real. Like, how am I supposed to, like... You really have to strip it back. Pray. If you're, if you're going through, like, having all of those questions, like, you do need to strip it back to, okay, do I believe in a God? Okay, do I believe in Jesus Christ? Okay, yeah. do I... Like, what do you believe? You can't be taking these big bites out of these, like, big, hard questions that you have if you are... Well, and then just be told, like, just have faith. Like, that's not fair. And it doesn't help. Like, I'm like, how is that, like helping me as a person it's not it actually like now as I'm like older and trying to figure out my life like now it's just like I'm more confused because now it's like was I raised in a lie yeah and I think I definitely got to a point with the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints where I was like this is where I'm happiest this is where I feel the most joy the most light 
I enjoy myself when I go to church for myself and for no one else. I enjoy my time there. I feel like the questions that I have, I am at peace. I'm at peace with them. Like I'm at peace with the question mark with some things. And that I feel like was a helpful place to get to. But I know for a lot of people, that's not a place that brings, that's not peace. Mm -hmm. And so if it's not, I think something that I wish because also in Utah, I feel like there's this big thing with like, oh, you've left the church. Oh, like you don't believe in blah, 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 blah. Like we don't all have to agree to all just be able to chill and yeah. like exist together. Well, it's like, I feel like just recently it's like this whole thing to like talk about bashing on religion. And it's not necessarily just like the LDS church, but I do Christianity feel like, as a whole, I've noticed yeah. like a lot on social media, people love to bash on Christianity. And it's like, that's fine. Like that's, that's what you believe. But also like that, that just like ends up hurting. Like we don't have to uh, agree to have a mutual respect for one another. Yeah. And so like when people are like talking bad on the way of, um, like the church, it just like, it doesn't, necessarily affect me it affects the way that I view you as a person yeah in the nicest way possible yes but it's like that like wasn't like you didn't need to say that and the thing that I just like hate not hate oh my gosh like I just get scared that I'm like gonna let it get canceled for the things I'm saying well it's not just like we obviously don't want to hurt anyone's feelings these are just and I feel back I feel bad if I'm I don't know I just don't want to like say if we something. say something that like ruffles your fe- feathers i would love for you to dm us yeah so oh, i just could, like, don't want to say something and then be like oh my gosh she's such a hypocrite and that's the thing like i'm totally open to learn like if i say something and like you're like no molly like that's not how you should look of it like mm-hmm. look like look in that situation like that then literally let me know like that is part of like the conclusion i came to with the gospel was just like i'm constantly learning i'm constantly figuring it out and yeah I'm, so happy with that yeah but the thing that like kind of bothers me is that a lot this it's happening right now but the church is always trying to make comments about the lgbtq plus community Mm -hmm. and i feel like every time like a person in the church says something about that a lot of those people in that community like strip apart what that person is trying to say and like talk negatively about it and it's like I like I'm sorry that you're feeling like that and I'm sorry that like those words made you feel like that but like I don't think that those people were trying to hurt you in those in that way but also in any religious setting like whether it be this church or not i don't think anyone's ever trying to like also these men typically in the church are one older so they're literally from a different generation of who we are now and i feel like they don't they're not like in the times with what's going on right now um they're saying that from their experiences and we just have to help them like widen their eyes and like talking negatively is doing no help and I I say that in everything like 
it's like if my mom were to tell me like you need to make your bed like you're not you're not gonna be able to like when you're younger last thing like, I'm doing is making my bed <laughs> yeah exactly like you can't go out until you make your bed and it's like no no I'm not gonna make it like now I'm gonna be mad but it's like hey like make you like something positive and like telling me that I should make my bed rather than like getting mad at me or like nagging at me and it's like that's not helping like that's just tearing us apart rather than like when someone comes out and says something that you disagree with it's way better to be like hey yeah like let's disagree but like let me tell you my point of view because you told me yours yeah like keeping the respect there I think a lot of people feel like too when and this is something that I've come to terms with. Maybe it's accurate. Maybe it's not. Maybe you agree. Maybe you don't. But I just feel like just because someone in the church has said it doesn't mean, like, if it doesn't resonate with me, it doesn't resonate with me. I still fully believe that I have every, like, a, every option, every, I don't know what word I'm looking for, but I have every right to be like, okay, like, I get, I hear you, but I'm going to, I'm going to pray about that. Yeah. Because I am grateful to still, like, have that relationship with God where I can't just pray about it and be like, okay, yeah, like I don't feel good about this. Like, how do I move on from this? Yeah. And I, anytime I've taken it to God personally, I've always walked away feeling better rather than like the times that something has bothered me and I just kind of fester on it and I usually just leave it angry. That doesn't help. Like, yeah. But I understand being in that place, too, because I've been there. Yeah. Where it was like, no, I don't want to pray about it. I don't want, like, I, I like, see, sometimes I you just want to be stuck in the question mark. I which, feel like that's how, how I am right now. I was just telling Lexi the other day that growing up, I feel like my parents, and don't get me wrong, I love my parents. And if they're listening to this, that's okay. Everyone makes mistakes. But I don't blame my parents on how I am feeling today. Um, but I do feel like growing up, my parents were always trying to describe life as black and white Mm -hmm. and they wanted me to be like, pick a side. Like you're either on this side or that side. Like I remember my dad saying all the time, you need to have, you need to, you can't have one foot in and one foot out. Yes. And my mom would always say like, you're walking on the line. Yeah. And I just, she would always say that when I was younger um, and I still feel to this day that I'm walking on the line, but I am exactly where I'm supposed to be and I'm living in the gray and I don't care if I'm living in the gray right now. I right now with me being okay, living in the gray and not knowing I'm the all time happiest. Yeah, and, and because matters. I'm not working so hard, like I'm, I'm working to be happy, but if I'm trying to make others happy and do stuff that like my parents wanted, but I didn't want, that wasn't helping me at all mm-hmm. rather than I'm just trying to figure it out on my own. Yeah. And it's such like, like I said earlier, once I accepted the fact that for me, this journey of faith and process of faith and figuring out what I truly believe wasn't going to be a, like there wasn't going to be a final destination. It was just kind of be going to be this lifelong journey of, always learning new things about myself, always learning new things and exploring my relationship with heaven and all of these things. Like once I accepted that, I was so much happier and just at peace and that works for me. Yeah. But I know that doesn't work for everyone. And Molly and I both have people in our lives who we're close to, who we love, who have left this church that 
was my foot, sorry, who have left this church that we have both chosen to stay a part of, but like we love and they're great people. Like there's just this narrative sometimes that it's like, you can't, but literally like the thing that I am struggling with the most is no, I actually struggle with a lot of things, but reel it in. Yeah. I'm like, what one do I want to say that I struggle with the most (laughs) right now? But a lot of like, gosh, let me try to think of what I'm trying to say. I don't look at people differently for what they believe. Yeah. And that's going as far as if you are a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and you want to practice X, Y, and Z, but you don't want to practice A, B, C, that's okay. In the nicest way possible, I don't think I care. Literally. What other like, people This believe. is the thing. Like, um, if you guys are on TikTok and you follow Tanky, Tanky, Taylor Frankie Paul, Mm -hmm. she is a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and there, like, she'll do, like, get ready with me for the church, or for, on Sundays. Like, get ready to go to church. And, like, people will literally, like, dig her apart and be like, for what you've done, like, that's so embarrassing that you would show up to church, like, I can't believe you're doing that, and then there was, like, this one comment, and it was like, you know what, like, it's between you and God. And right now God is so happy that you are showing up for him. Yeah. And just him, like literally nobody else. And yeah, that does suck that like millions of people know her life and know what she's done and she's made mistakes, but so does everyone else. Just not everyone else's life is online. And why can't we just be so proud of her and be like, Thank you for showing up for God today. There's this song that my dad used to play, and I can't remember the name of it. This the the lyric I'm thinking of literally might be the name, but it was it's sweep around your own front door before you try to sweep around mine. Hmm. So somewhere in there might be the name of the song, but that's the lyric that's in my head. It's yeah. because we in Utah I've seen especially people are so worried about what everyone else is doing. And it reflects on you. And it's just like, worry about your own bubble, so your own home, your own self. Like, it doesn't matter why so-and-so isn't going on a mission. It doesn't matter where this person is getting married or why. KJ and Molly yeah. didn't get married in the temple, and people are always in y'all's grill about that. And it is Gosh, so annoying. Gosh, I tell you about my experience me. in Park City? Uh-uh. So, we were in Park City at, like, Color Me Mine, and we show up... And the lady's, like, asking, like, hey, did, or, like, what are you guys celebrating? Like, are you guys, whatever. She's like, are you, are you going to prom? <laughs> well, she was like, are you guys dating, engaged? And we're like, oh, we're actually celebrating our, like, one-year anniversary. And she's like, oh, that's so fun. And she was like, I don't mean to, like, get personal, but, like, are you guys L- LDS? And I was like. Such a weird question. To yeah, and I'm like, mm yeah like I'm just like so confused why and she's like oh like what temple did you guys get married in and I'm like what the wild oak Linden, Utah no literally <laughs> I'm like a venue and I'm like we didn't get married in the temple she immediately like closes off like she's That's like so odd. oh 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 no oh uh I'm so sorry for getting all like all personal and I'm like literally that's not personal like that's not personal at all. But you don't need to start with There's RLDS. More interesting things about me than my religion and where I got married. Yeah, like, 
and what I, underwear I'm I just don't yeah, <laughs> no literally and okay that was the other thing that I was gonna say is I do think that a lot of your concerns and questions and like judgments reflect on yourself because from my experience um when I got engaged I knew deep down I wasn't ready to go to the temple go through the temple which is where most couples who are members of the church get married yes um it wasn't that I wasn't like worthy or righteous or anything um it's a really big commitment and I just wasn't there um and I when I like before I was even engaged I would see people that would get married in the temple and right after the temple they wouldn't wear their garments which is like totally fine but and those are like underwear whatever these like sacred underwear and I would always question like that's so weird like why aren't they wearing them and then like when I came to terms with like okay yeah I don't think I'm ready to get married in the temple and it's like it's because I'm not like I'm not there yet like and that's that's literally okay that these people got married in the temple and are not wearing them like that is great for them it literally does not bother like it yeah, does I was gonna say I do not care it's literally <laughs> not my business and so that's the thing is like I it reflected me being like I don't want people to worry about what I'm wearing like it's literally my underwear or why you're not getting married at the temple or why whatever like yeah so it's just like I was like so worried about it conversations to me too yeah when I was 19 getting to the age that I could have gone on a mission people all the time would ask me when are you going and I'd be like uh, I don't know if I no, am. No, I literally like, had that whole question. Like, everyone, like, in high school was like, oh, like, are you getting worried, like, when KJ, like, goes on his mission? And I'm like, well, that's, like, up to him. They're like, oh, like, what happens if he doesn't? I'm like, he doesn't? Yeah. Like, it, He's also one of the best guys I know. Like, go, serving or not serving a mission does not dictate how good of a person you are. Because I've also met some pretty terrible people that served missions. No, yeah, same. And so I just... I, there has, there are a lot of things in my life that I have said or done or thought that I look back at and be like, I'm so glad that I don't think that anymore. Yeah. That's too, is something that I've learned just the older I've gotten is just like I give myself permission to change and grow and learn. I need to give other people that same courtesy. Like sometimes someone says something that hurts or that doesn't sit right but I need to give them the benefit or at least I try to give them the benefit of the doubt now of okay like maybe if they had more information maybe if they knew me a little bit better they would have said something different but you know what you live and you learn let's move on like I don't need to worry about that whatever yeah you're a lot happier when you do that too no when you're not focused on literally anyone else your life Life is is so much easier it truly is um okay i think that like basically goes over like yeah we asked you guys um on an on on an anonymous question box what your experiences were in utah growing up in the church whatever and we also asked some of our friends individually who we know that grew up in the church aren't as active anymore whatever kind of what their experience and feelings are just to i guess make sure that we don't again offend anyone 
say anything that i just want to make sure that everyone feels included in this included, conversation yeah. where there is something to learn not just like oh it's just these like two girls from the lds church talking about how like everyone should be a member and how amazing the church is yeah and so i actually was like coming at this question to see the flaws in the church and hopefully we can all learn something um because definitely reading these i feel so sad for the people that have been hurt by the church yeah not the church and like it's the people Just people yeah and that's like what is so sad is that these people have felt like this and have been treated like this. And I'm like, gosh, like you've literally come in contact with the worst, the worst of the worst. Yeah. And before we even read these, like everyone's feelings are so valid, but from my personal experience, and I have to say this before we get like finish this is that God loves you no matter what. And no matter how you feel, no matter where you stand, he loves you and he's there for you. And it sucks when you have a bad experience with a person that ruins that relationship with him. Yeah. But no matter where you're standing right now, if you wanted to talk to him, he would be there to listen. Yeah. So I've said my piece. We can go on. Okay. So let's you're kind of a mixed bag of. Yeah. Which like we didn't ask like positive or negative. We just let people like freely. Right. Um, so the prompt is, um, what is your experience growing up in Utah? What is your view on the Mormon culture? The first one that we got is dating in today life and finding your husband, the views in the church and Mormon life compared to the real world and how today really is. Any type I feel like of, um, church and like religious devout religious person whatever versus the world always going to be so different doesn't matter the church doesn't matter the person like they will be so different yeah because the world is freaking crazy yeah do you want to read this or got me too gosh you read it that one's long <laughs> okay i'll see if i can read it um everyone is so worried about other people and need to focus on their own faith and beliefs mormon people can be some of the most judgmental people when it is not what the church is all about. I think people in Utah really have a bad reputation on the church because there's a lot more to it than not drinking, clothing that shows your skin, tattoos, and etc. Those are all worldly things that can help us live more Christ-like, but they have nothing to do with your relationship with God. I love coffee, wearing bras, shirts, lol, and swear but i love god and i know the church is true sex before marriage is also a huge thing that people are so judgmental about sex is literally the best wait sex is literally the best and god knows that he created it for a reason both for pleasure and to bring children into the world we are asked to wait because it can make your life less stressful and without worrying about kids with someone you're not married to and breaking up with someone after sex can make it a hundred times harder. Um, but in the end, I believe if your hearts are in the right place, then that's all that matters. We all mess up and make mistakes. I think being Mormon anywhere else in the world would be a way better than Utah because people are way crazy. I have lots more things to say, but that's just the basics. That person did not hold back. <laughs> I agree with all that. There was an analogy I heard somewhere. I don't know if it was on TikTok or a podcast, but it was like, 
in Utah specifically because the population of people that are members of the same church is so high. It was like people in Utah try to portray being perfect because they're all a part of a religion that is supposed to like, like your end goal is to Mm -hmm. be like perfect, perfect. Like you're going to be perfect, perfected through Christ. And so everyone is trying to pretend that they're perfect. And I was like, it's actually like a cool, not a cool analogy. I don't know what I'm looking for. It was just like a different way to think about it. I was like, it kind of makes sense. Like people do try to act like they're perfect and everyone tries to act like they're doing everything right because that's what they should be doing. Yeah. But it's like, we're not all, we're not all, no one's perfect. The thing that this, this person said is that no matter what she does, she swears, she drinks, she doesn't wear like modest clothes, is that in the end she knows that God still loves her. And I think that is the most important thing in life. Like just to remember that no matter what you're doing is God is always there for you and he loves you. Like no matter what. Yeah. He loves you. He's always there for you. That's it. What a beautiful thing. Okay. This person says, honestly, I think Utah is amazing. The culture here gets hated on tons, but it really is not a terrible place to live. Do I feel the standards are higher here and there can be too much judgment? Yes, but honestly, judgment exists no matter where you go, not necessarily religion specific. Which, yeah, obviously there's judgy people no matter where you live, but it is definitely different in Utah, in my opinion, just because everyone exists. Like, I don't know what the percentage is, but the majority of people exist in the same religion. And so I do think that makes it like takes it to a different level one of our friends that we asked is lives in utah grew up in utah grew up in a religious family and we asked basically what their views are on the culture of utah now that they're not the most active member or whatever and they basically were just like their person that got married young had a baby has a family and so they were like well it's easy to not hate on the culture when your lifestyle is still supported by it kind Mm -hmm. of thing like it would definitely be harder to live in utah if you just wanted to be single and work forever and drink and go to bars and live that like that would be harder to live in utah i can't say i would want to still live in utah if that was a lifestyle i wanted to okay yeah that gosh i can't remember who's oh yes i was like who said that um that's the thing that is hard because I don't drink and I don't smoke. And so and it's married. Yes, I'm married. Like I'm straight. And so I don't have those challenges. Yeah. Rather than the people that aren't straight do drink. Like in are different. Grocery period. stores there's literally not alcohol. Like <laughs> Yeah, that's so true. And so that that Utah's a whole new world. Yes. And so that's the thing. Like I it's only coming from my perspective because that's the life that I live in and I'm thankful for the life that I live in. Like, don't get me wrong, but like, I see that there are a lot of things. It's hard to see outside the bubble when your life fits inside of it. And Utah has the Utah is a bubble. (laughs) Yes. Biggest bubble. Okay. Um, I did not grow up Mormon. My siblings and I were bullied, told we were not Christian, a Christian religion and generally left out of activities because of our religion. Parents would call ours and tell them that they wouldn't allow their kids to hang out with us because we weren't Mormon. We were egged, paintballed in the neighborhood we grew up in, which was an affluent. Is that a word? Affluent. Yeah. It's like just nicer neighborhood. Oh, um, Mormon neighborhood. 
I know that it's not the actual doctrine of the LDS religion believes, but it affects it, takes on people. The LDS religion teaches marry young and a lot of sexist stereotypes for people. I find it hard as my husband has left the church and I felt that he's losing his sense of identity because his sense of self was wrapped in solely around of what he could do for the LDS church. It's been hard, but also... I know that the LDS Church teaches hard work and strong communities. I worry about my kids growing up in Utah because of my experience of my... What does that say? Ostracized. Wow, I like literally can't read. I'm a (laughs) child. And don't ever want my kids to feel set apart. Well, that breaks my heart. Okay, so a friend that we also asked, I was just reading her response um and she was saying that they were LDS and then now they've decided to like not go to church anymore and practice something else and they were at the park and this little boy goes to her little boy and was like oh what ward are you in and did he know what that meant I yeah I don't think so and so then he was like confused and she answers back and was like, oh, we don't have a ward. And, like, the little boy was, like, kind of, like, thrown off and, like, did not talk to the little boy after that. And she was just saying that now she fears about, like, raising her kids in Utah because her kids don't have the same. They don't fit the, the mold. Yes. And that's thing where it's, like, when I have kids, I, like, will not tell my kids, like, oh, like, only our friends can be LDS. Like, that's the thing that my mom, like, this is (laughs) gonna make people so mad. Growing up, my mom, every time I went to someone's house, every time I made a new friend, my mom would say, oh, are they Mormon? And that made me so mad because I'm like, do you know? And that's something that simply doesn't exist when you're not in Utah. Do you know how many bad Mormons are out there? Mm -hmm. Like, why does that matter? And she would always try to explain it to me. Like, well, it's just the values. Like, what if their parents drink? What if their parents smoke? And I'm like, this is the other thing that she said. This the same girl. She was saying that her parents were also strict growing up. And she just got really good at lying. I will say a strict household and parent like that does just. And that's the thing. Create a creative kid got so good at lying so good at it where now my parents like had no idea where I was what I was doing who I was hanging out with because I had to lie rather than like if I was just like open and honest with them I feel like we would have had such a better relationship but I couldn't because if I would have told my parents the truth I would have been told no and I was making sure I was not told no (laughs) baby of the family things no I just got told no and never went anywhere so I just I feel bad that that is happening and it's hard that when people are leaving the church they completely lose their self-worth that you when you're leaving the church I feel like you um you lose you don't lose your self-worth per se I feel like you lose part of your identity because it is a big part of your identity I would say well yeah and then it's like well, crap, like, what do I believe? Like, who am I? Yeah, like, it, it, you ha- you end up with a who am I, and that yeah. is a big question to answer. 
Um, I haven't really had a bad experience. I don't let other people define my beliefs or who I am, even if they are a part of my same church. I can choose to love the gospel and ignore the impact, the imperfect people. Let's be honest. People are crazy. You'll find crazy, judgy people in every organization. I could go to another church tomorrow and find flaws with the people. Any area that has a high amount of individuals that believe the same thing are going to have their flaws. It definitely feels like a competition in Utah of who can be better, and that's not right. But again, that's the people, not the organization. Where ex- There's extremists in every group, but that doesn't make the group itself bad. It makes the extremists bad, and they do and they in no way represent the rest of the group. Does Utah culture need to change? Yes, but you could say the same thing about a lot of other areas. You won't go anywhere that people don't have their flaws. So how do we handle the flaws? We roll with it. We make changes Ooh. in our own ways and hope that, other pe- that others do too. You can't control what other people do, but you can choose how you respond. That in itself will make a difference. I love okay, that, but also... That is. Whoever oh. that is, great. I was going to say also, if you hate Utah culture, just move. Oh, did that person say they hate it? No, I'm oh, saying they for people saying, yes. Yeah, they're like, just roll with it. And I'm like, and if you don't want to roll with it, move. Yeah, like if you have such a bad, like. There are 59 other states. <laughs> I wait. 49. Okay. I I'm saw it. <laughs> I saw this. What did you say? 59? 59. Yeah, I know. 49. Canceled. I saw this TikTok and maybe you saw it, but it was like this guy and he was like recording himself in the mountains, like driving. And he was like, who let the Mormons take over this place? <laughs> who like, let it's, the Mormons? <laughs> it's time to take it back. And I was literally, literally giggling that's funny. so hard. I saw that too. Utah is literally so beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. Um, no, I like that. Yeah, no, literally roll with it. I guess that's all you really can do unless you want it to affect you. But, okay, I had this girl tell me this analogy, and now it's literally stuck in my head. I was very upset with this one person in my life. And she looks at me, and she's like, okay, Molly, like, I'm going to tell you, like I tell my kids all the time, go and put a rock in your shoe and walk around. And she's like, Who's that affecting? And I'm like, mm, okay, don't tell me that. Okay, rude. And I'm like, it's literally affecting me. And rude she was like, sense. and she was like, okay. So like what happens like if you take that rock out? I'm like, yeah, it doesn't affect you anymore. She's like, but does it affect anyone else? And I'm like, no. Like, Sometimes so like, you just want to have beef because you feel like <laughs> it's going to do something, but it actually doesn't. It's going to do something, make you feel better, make you feel like justified. But sometimes like, yeah, let it go. Um, okay. I think in Utah, there is a heavy focus on perfect and perfectionism. That was embarrassing. <laughs> I was trying to say perfect niche <laughs> is okay. perfectionism we're not all perfect yeah we no actually read. um did you know that i was tutored for reading ain't nothing wrong with that girly pop. because in my third grade in the third grade um yeah long story i actually just never learned how to read did you know that? Thank you for sharing. Okay, no, I didn't know that. Okay. Um, we missed the mark, and that's where the judgment comes in. But when the focus is on Jesus Christ, there's a lot of good. I've seen the change in acceptance and love from our generation and rising ones. I think we have a lot of good to bring to the culture in a way that Jesus would too. No, for sure some people miss the mark. Because if you actually just like read Jesus' teachings, he tells you to love everyone, and he tells you not to judge people. Yes, 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 yes. 
Yeah. These ones are short. I'll read the next ones. Well, and then I'll let you read the long one. <laughs> I don't know if there's a long one next. But um, I think it's getting better, and the future of the church culture is bright if we continue to notice it and fix toxic behaviors. And that is something that I will stand by. I always say that I like can't wait to see what just actually religion in general is going to be in like 50 years because I feel like our generation right now is so different from our parents and our grandparents yeah. generation because I feel like we're more willing to be like okay I don't accepting like this, let's change it yes yes and accepting of other people but this is the other thing that I've been struggling with lately are you getting tired am I getting tired yeah absolutely really That's you went okay. you went to bed at three o'clock last night yeah but now i'm reaping the benefits of going to bed at three o'clock okay wait lexi just checked the time on my phone but i have so many questions why don't you check the time on your phone <laughs> i will have to tell you after what i was doing okay oh Oh, okay. I was also going to be like, well, like, why don't you look at the time over there? <laughs> so many clocks around. No, no, no. I was trying to show you something. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Um, whatever. What was I off. saying? I don't know. I'm so sorry. Where was I? Oh, I was just saying like. Oh, our generation. Yeah, our generation is literally going to change. The world. Well, no, literally. But. I don't really know where I was going with that. And it was something really good. I find peace in knowing that There's things always, are constantly changing. Yes. And that's the thing. I've always talked to Lexi. It's a journey. Yes. I've always talked to Lexi about how I struggle with a lot of things in the church. A lot of things. Um, and yet I still choose to stay. <laughs> um, but... Lexi is always reminding me that it's always going to change. It is always changing, no matter what. And I will say that's just what works for me. Like, for some people, that doesn't work. And that's okay. Like, I think the point of life, no matter if you believe in God or not, is that, like, we're here to figure it out, and then we're not going to be here anymore. So you might as well, in my opinion, just find what makes you happy, find what brings you the most peace, the most joy, and just enjoy it. It doesn't have to be the same as everyone else. It doesn't have to make sense to anyone else. It just has to be what makes you happy. Yeah. And for me, like, church makes me happy. It actually, like, it genuinely does. Yeah. Um, okay, so then when we asked, um, a, like, a few of our friends about, like, how they, like, view the church, I also wanted to, like, ask them because some of these people that we asked – don't believe in a religion necessarily um but are still very spiritual yes so i wanted to know how they still found peace in life. a higher power yeah. life like and i know that a lot of people that like struggle with religion don't believe in a higher power um and so a lot of the things that we got back were um being like more earthly yeah i don't know how to describe that i mean being outside i feel like is a common nature one, yeah like being in nature because 
no matter what you believe in like nature is powerful and um if you've ever heard of like the phrase like ground yourself um i 100 percent real yes i know someone that fills a higher power not necessarily god when that person is grounding themselves outside in real life so if this person will go for like a walk or a hike or swimming like I mean, I I guess I was going to say, like, taking off their shoes. So, of course, swimming, they always have their shoes off. But they always put their feet, like, no socks, no shoes, on the ground and sit there for, like, five minutes and just take in what they're feeling. Like, wiggle their toes, you know, like. When I'm feeling anxious, I try to, like, touch the ground. Yes. Literally touch grass. (laughs) Yeah. And just, like, breathe in the world. And I just think looking at the world is so magical in general the things that we have and see it's literally art insane yeah the fact that you can go outside and at night and see stars and in the day you can see clouds and sun like yeah so i think that nature and the universe is like and that's when i hear from like i hear that all the time like rarely will i ask someone where they go to find god or where they go to feel at peace and being outside isn't the answer yeah and see like me and Lexi we've like both been going to therapy and a common thing to do in therapy is find a perfect special place for you and both me and Lexi's are outside yeah um and so I feel like that's like saying something is that when I feel the most like closest to myself yeah and connected yes to myself it's being outside yeah um, and that's just who I am. Like, so I just think like being outside, literally vitamin D solves world hunger. <laughs> <laughs> world hunger, world was, peace. <laughs> that was so bad. Anyways. Um, so I just looked up like a few things that you can, if you like need some ideas of connecting to yourself or a higher power. I do feel like connecting to yourself is one of the biggest ways to connect to a higher power. Wait, did I say, did I say that twice? Connecting with yourself is a way to connect yourself with higher power. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Um, uh, so the things were meditation and reflection, nature, act of kindness. And I will say, every time I do an act of kindness, oh my gosh, it is literally, I'm Service. on cloud nine. Yeah. Like, Yeah. I'm literally so happy when I do active service. And that's just the power of gift giving for me. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Rituals and symbolism. Another thing that we were going to talk about. I know this is getting so late. But is um, astrology. Oh, yeah. And I know that, like, a lot of people have beef with astrology. And me and Lexi were just, like, saying why. Because it helps us. To me, it's another way to understand myself. Literally. If I resonate with it cool if i don't moving on yeah and i'm literally a straight up cancer you read a cancer i'm an open book there i am yeah and so i don't like see a problem with astrology i actually like really believe in it but i also believe in god like well i believe that god made the stars and so whenever people like have beef with astrology i'm like but i know god made the stars yeah so i don't really ever have a problem with that i don't understand why people do i'm open hearing about it if if you want to share yeah um let's see what is another one 
seek knowledge and wisdom. That's another thing that we like have been saying this whole entire time was that the only way that you can grow in like your religion, your faith is knowledge, like literally research. That's the thing is like everyone that I like talk to about like questioning the church, they always say, I don't care how much time you put in questioning the church in a negative way, but the same amount of time that you do that, you need to put in to what you want to believe in. Like, yeah, like if you're going to put in time, like reading the opposite narrative, you need to put that same time into the the scriptures. Yes. Which once I did that. Yeah. And see, I like TikTok is like very hard I do have a lot of like ex-religion like videos that I come across Mm -hmm. and so I don't like I don't know but then I also come across like very good religions or not religions very good videos yeah TikTok videos and so it just really triggers me I hate TikTok when it does that anyways um black hole to begin with and the last one is just journaling so i feel like all those powerful i am not a good journaler but this is my journal true here this podcast but anyways that was pretty much it it was all a ramble i bet we'll like literally do this in again in a year and be like we've literally changed (laughs) yeah but that to me is the beauty of like the journey of spirituality and the journey of religion like and life in general, like giving yourself the permission to change your mind and grow and develop is everything to me. Yeah. And at the end of the day, if just be a good person and yeah. love the people around you, you don't have to understand them. You don't have to agree with them, but if you just love them, that that's it. Yeah. That's all she wrote. Yes. Okay. Well, thanks so much for listening. We love you. And if you have anything to add, our DMs are open. Please talk to us please message us we'd love to hear from you and yeah also tell lexi to grow some balls so we can record every week (laughs) i'm scared you guys recording remote is so hard no we'll figure it out yeah i'll figure it out if enough of you tell us that you want to hear from us every week yes they're like wait you don't upload every week right now (laughs) no literally Okay, love you so much. We love you guys. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Talk soon. Yeah. Ooh, whoa. <laughs>